Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Manoush. Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How's your day going? Thank you so much for having me. Day is going great. How about yours? Yeah, really good. It's nice outside. Got some good walking time in as I had some meetings. So yeah, great day. Thanks for asking. All right, Manoush, let's let's introduce you to my audience of Morning Upgraders. Uh, please tell everyone who you are, uh, what you do for a living, and then something that you're grateful for. Sure. My name is Manoj Agarwal. I've uh, been a technology expert for about 30 years. I've been in technology, so I'm founder and chief innovation officer of an AI consulting company called Tetranodal Technologies. We are based in Vancouver. What I'm most grateful for is my is my family, my sons, two sons, and they are my uh, life and sort of everything that I do, I do it for them. So I'm very, very thankful for that. Do you think they're going to get into technology too? Or too, or too, too early to tell? You know, it's always uh, interesting. Mostly uh, technology is changing. The landscape is changing so fast. So it doesn't even, doesn't even, uh, I don't even know what getting into technology means anymore because it seems like every activity, every business, every field is a technology field now. So they are using computers, uh, you know, all day just for playing games and things like that. But I think by the time they are in university, the landscape of work and the definition of work will change so much because of the, you know, the the sudden rise of AI. So whatever they find satisfaction in is is good. I think they will still be involved in technology in some way or the other. Let's stay on this topic for a second. Changing landscape. I'm just wondering with ChatGPT, my business, my family, we have a marketing agency, direct mail, mm-hmm. like the stuff you get in your mailbox, printing, and then digital. So SEO, Google Ads, social content, et cetera. I'm just wondering, do you have any predictions as to what chat GPT and whatever it's forming it, whatever, whatever it's going to morph into? Do you have any idea or prediction what that will do to the digital marketing landscape? Absolutely. I think digital marketing is, will be the thing or the industry that is disrupted the most because the reason is that digital marketing is basically already controlled by AI, right? So when we talk about digital marketing, the content that we publish is on platforms like Facebook or Google or what have you. At the end of the day, these platforms are AI algorithms. And now when you can create more content or more meaningful content or or you can create content faster, basically you are equalizing the field between the content production and content publishing. So that is an interesting dynamic which we have not seen ever starting from the age of the printing press or newspapers. There has always been two sides of the coin. One is the industry that produces the content. One is the industry that distributes the content. But now with AI, you know, all everything can be done by a single company or individual or organization. So how that will change the landscape, it's very interesting, but definitely it will be more like you know, the quality will count more. The emotional connection of the content will count more because now anybody can be a copywriter. Anybody can generate images. So the idea will be who can really attract the audience with their content. We previously were using a, a I'll say this, then we'll get into your morning routine. But we were uh, using a writing market, a writer's marketplace for content creation and We've been using ChatGPT to create the content now. And what I like about that, we still proofread it heavily. 
A lot of time is spent on the outline with the client to come up with the talking points. So there's still, it's not like it's automated. There's still a lot of work to get the outline right because you know, what you put in is what you get out. But now the team has like, you know, obviously there's a cost savings, but the team now has full control over their schedule. Because previously yeah, we would yeah. order all the content, wait for two weeks to, for the content to come back, hoping that it's good. Now they get this content back in minutes and seconds, really, and they just have more control. So now they're like an artist with a clean canvas, and they kind of do their own painting. And if they don't like it, they start over. That's really interesting, and this is just getting started. Absolutely, exactly. So that, that's the idea, right? Like uh, a lot of people who needed other people to supplement their skill sets can now actually work individually. In fact, my prediction is that within the next five years. We will see a company, one of the first, but not um, uh, one of the last companies going public with only one employee who is the CEO. That's it. Because everything else will be done by AI. Wow. That's crazy. Man, oh man. A lot changing. A lot changing. Exciting though. All right, let's talk about your morning routine. How do you start your days? So the very first thing I do is uh, meditate for 20 minutes. Then I have a little bit of a light breakfast. Then I do yoga for 15 minutes. And then if time allows, which I really prefer, I take about a 30-minute walk in nature. Um, You know, I live near water, so I just uh, try to spend some time outside before I start my day. That sounds nice. Yeah, I like to do the same thing, go for hikes. I have several parks right by me, so I'm with you on that. What do you do? I'm assuming you travel a lot because of your business. What do you do when you're traveling? Do you still have a routine or do you just uh, not do it those days? I try the meditation and yoga routine. The walking in nature generally doesn't happen because, you know, when when you travel, generally you are in the middle of downtown with concrete buildings. But I, I still manage to like get in as much as I can in terms of walking to restaurants, walking to interesting places. So, yeah, I mean, um, that's my sort of light physical exercise and and the curiosity about a new city. But otherwise, I, I do try meditation because meditation is something that I feel like it ends up impacting my whole day. If I don't get it in, then you know I feel I feel I have missed something important. And when did that start for you? Like what was the catalyst for you getting into meditation, yoga, I guess like a morning routine in general? Yeah, yeah. You know, what happened was like um, a few years ago, around 2010, I had a lot of challenging uh, episodes in my personal life. I became depressed and almost suicidal. And I needed to figure out a way to get out of that situation. And and I talked to therapists, psychologists, and, and many other people, but I could not really get satisfactory answers. So meditation is something that saved me. I, I started meditating and started sort of working with these modalities, uh, yoga, etc., and I immediately felt some relief. I immediately saw how my own thoughts were creating my reality and how now I'm able to observe my thoughts, change my thoughts, uh, really sort of uh, take control of life rather than letting life take me wherever it needs to take me. Yeah, I have a similar story. That's what got me into morning routines. Just a lot of challenges happening personal and definitely in business. And so it's, uh, I was looking for something to help you know, outside of just making changes and uh, in like the business and whatnot. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, my story is similar. So how do you, ch- how do you handle challenges now? Like obviously you're still dealing with them daily. Is it more, you just feel more, you feel better equipped to handle them or they just don't 
bother you as much? What does what does that look like for you now? Well, the very first thing that happens is like you know, first of all, you tend to find the meaning in the challenge because there's always a reason behind the challenge, and you say, okay, you know, why did I invite this? What is the meaning of this? Where is this taking me? And so once you have that clarity, then it's also overcoming the fear or the having the courage to just go through that challenge because previously you 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 get so stressed and uh, anxious about what is going to happen but now you realize that each challenge is designed to help you grow so when you see challenge frankly speaking i feel excited because i now see okay if i just roll up my sleeves and i overcome this challenge there is a huge opportunity just around that corner but gives me more um courage more resources to face the challenges and as i said that sense of anxiety and stress is uh, is still there we are still human but you you have so much more power and strength to deal with all that and still push through that challenge and the bottom line is that there's polarity in life like you have to there's the good quote unquote and the bad quote unquote and you have to exactly. you know you have to go through the hard times to know what the good times feel like you know and yes, so yes, it's yes. You know, that's how I look at it, at least. Going back to your sons, I'm just curious. Um, like you're, they're similar in age to to my older two. Do you do anything intentional with them in terms of like their personal development, their personal growth, or do you feel like they're they're just too young at this moment? So one thing, you know, uh, it's so difficult for. I don't know how other parents feel, but I remember when my parents used to tell me, you know, you do yoga or anything. I dismissed them because it didn't make sense to me. And I tried to get my sons to do the same. During COVID, actually, I I, I twisted their arms to like just force them to listen to some, some of these personal development videos, do yoga with me. Because my idea was like, now they are in the home trapped. If I get them to experience something, they may not continue, which they haven't. You know, they just dropped it as soon as COVID was over. But the seeds have been planted so they at least know there is these modalities and they can come back to them as they need it in their life so that familiarity is i think good enough uh, for now but one thing i've asked them to do is um, have a practice of being grateful every night just being grateful for the things that we have in our life if we don't even notice like you know we woke up in the morning or you know we have food and water on we we get to go to school these are some things that we take for granted and and i show them you know there are kids in the world for for whom these are luxuries so mm-hmm. be grateful notice these things that you have in your life because once you notice the small things then you will get to notice the big things as well yep i'm with you we do we do gratitude practice at night too i ask them what they're grateful for i've tried other things like i've even like tried bribing them to read certain books but the books mm-hmm. are so like boring to them that i just yeah, yeah. money's money's not worth it for them exactly, so they don't exactly they haven't done it i try to like i drop them off in the morning at, uh, at school my wife picks them up and so i'll do like words of affirmation as we're walking but it's, it's getting a little harder because like my middle one she used to like give me a big hug when i would drop off at school now i have to like at the best i get like a fe- semi side hug it's not even a hug yes, like, yes, yes. Uh, i know i know <laughs> i know exactly what you mean <laughs> yeah it's like I, if I ask for a kiss, they're, they're like, you weirdo, move away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm lucky if I get eye contact. So yeah. not, not <laughs> Let's talk about your business. For the entrepreneurs listening, what have you had the most success with in terms of, of growing it? What comes to mind when I ask that? 
You know, one thing that I found much, much late in my career is all about relationships. Because, you know, I coming from a technical background, engineers are not taught to build relationships with human beings. You know, engineers are taught to speak the language that nobody can make sense of. And engineers are taught to, you know, live in a black and white life situation. Like either it's right or wrong, that's it. But as we know, like life is a shade of gray and a lot of people come from different backgrounds. They have different levels of uh, understanding of what we are trying to do. So communication and building relationships is something that has been a game changer. And I feel like we are doing a disservice to our kids because we don't teach them these things when they are growing up. That will be my answer. That's such a good point. Yeah, especially now with the phones and video games. I mean, they are kind of like hanging out, but it's like in this virtual world, which is different. But you're right. Even in the virtual world, like the idea is that communication is about understanding other human beings and understanding their point of view, empathizing with them. So even in a virtual environment, as long as they know how to communicate with each other, collaborate with each other, that's okay. But I, I see that we are quite far from that right now. Besides your your sons, um, what feeds your life fulfillment, your happiness, whatever word you want to use to, to describe yeah. it? Absolutely. You see, uh, you know, uh, technology is my passion and I use technology to help other people improve their life. So I've done a lot of work in healthcare. We've done a lot of work in education. And with artificial intelligence, uh, we are excited because this is a game changer. I believe we are entering almost like a new uh, evolution era where people will value our IQ less, but our EQ for emotional intelligence will become more important because the thinking will be done by the machines. So in that environment, you know, the human relationships, um, uh, helping people realize their full potential, these are the kind of things that excite um, us at, at my company. And we, we build technologies for, you know, human resource departments or even individuals to help see how powerful they are, how, how much strength they have in them. And my personal mission in life has become to help 20 people win the Nobel Prize using hmm. these kind of technologies. That's cool. So, you, so you're really dialed in on your life purpose, and that yeah. obviously leads to fulfillment. Yes, hmm. absolutely. Yes. That's really neat. How will you do that with the, the 20 uh, Nobel Prize winners? You know, uh, this this basically the purpose came to me in one of my meditations, and it was kind of strange. Hmm. Um, for the For the longest time, I didn't even dare utter these words because people, you know, I thought people will think I'm crazy, but I got to work and I started working with um, learning about human psychology, learning about neuroscience, and then mixing it with artificial intelligence. So the premise is that most Nobel Prize winners are extreme introverts. They live Mm -hmm. in their own world. They slave away all their life working in their labs or their basement. But as we know, winning a Nobel Prize or winning anything in life it's about building a community around you, building those relationships, be, being in the public eye so that you you get noticed for your work, so that you get nominated. So the idea is that artificial intelligence can really help uh, spread uh, the message for people, build that community around them. So, of course, nobody can guarantee something you will win the Nobel Prize. But if I apply these understandings, these technologies, and I work with um, 100 
potential uh, you know Nobel Prize winners, I can guarantee that I can raise the uh, probability of 20 of them winning the Nobel Prize for sure. So it's like increasing the odds of them winning the winning the Nobel Prize. And so if I can help 100 of them like achieve some level of notoriety or uh, you know exposure, 50 of them win the Nobel Prize, but the rest 80 will also contribute greatly to the to the human um, cause, right? Yeah, it's really cool. It's really specific too. Yeah, I like that a lot. I do have one last question for you, and I'm wondering if I should ask it because I think you may have already touched upon it a little bit, but I'm still going to ask it because it's my favorite question, and I want to see if you expand on it any further, and then we'll wrap up with you telling everyone how they can connect with you. This was a really interesting conversation. You're, like I said before we start recording, you're the first AI expert that I've had on the, on the show, so I'm glad I got to ask you a couple of questions about that. But my last question for you, Manuj, is around the meaning of life. It's mm. a personal question through your lens and and experiences thus far on planet Earth. What is the meaning of life? I think meaning of life is to realize your full potential. You know, we all come here for a purpose. We all come here with a plan already in place. The only problem is the way our society has been set up. We tend to deviate from that plan quite a bit. So the idea is once you become self-aware, once you are sure about your own capabilities, nothing is impossible. And once you find that, and once you zero in into your purpose, you become like you become like a, you know, laser guided missile that is, you know, just sort of heading towards its target relentlessly. And no matter what happens, it is going to hit that target. So that's what I believe our purpose is, and um, that's my mission in life to help other people realize that purpose and and become that laser guided missile. Love that answer. It's like so. I, I just wrapped up a book called "The Life You Were Born to Live." by Dan Millman. Mm-hmm. It's around life purpose, understanding yourself better. I couldn't agree more with that answer. Well, Manoush, time is up. I uh, really enjoyed this conversation. If someone wants to reach out to you, where should we send them? Thank you so much for having me. If you want to connect with me, look uh, look me up on LinkedIn. That's the best place. And uh, let me know that you heard me on the Morning Upgrade podcast and uh, how can we help you become that laser-guided missile. Awesome. I enjoyed our time together, Manoush. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content. <laughs>